Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When I'm rolling pastry, a normal non-vegan pastry, I will trim it before I bake it. John bakes his and then uses his fist to smash the excess pastry off the outside. It's like, John... I mean, he's not graceful in the slightest, no. so that's not a surprising technique from John. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Bake Off Undressed. My name is Matt, and I also go by the name Topless Baker, in case you didn't know. And I am a self-taught baker, and I've turned that self-taught baking into an Instagram channel, into a YouTube channel, into a Facebook page where I share my treats and my tips and my techniques and everything with my followers. And today I've been recording YouTube videos all day in London. I haven't done it actually in a few weeks. I've been a bit lazy, which is bad, but I've been making meringues all day, interestingly enough. Meringue 101 I did, which was a very interesting video about French, Swiss, Italian meringue. And it was quite fitting this week because this week on the Great British Bake Off, which is what we talk about every week on Bake Off Undressed, it was vegan week. And they were they were doing some meringue-based vegan desserts. And I don't know that much about vegan baking. I've done a little bit in my lifetime, but I'm a I'm a big supporter of eggs and butter and sugar because that's what I feel most not that sugar's sugar is vegan, right? Um it's a you know, that's what I'm comfortable baking with. So this week I needed to pull in an expert for Bake Off Undressed. And every week we've had a special guest. So someone's been kind of famous. I've been a little bit nervous every week of, of having them in and been a bit on edge. But this week I've got a good friend in. So I'm very comfortable this week. And I am joined by my lovely friend, Sarah, who also, I, I'm going to say this because I got this wrong in the beginning, goes by the name, I'm going to get the 3.14. Yes. 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 Hello. Yes. yes. Hello. Give, give me some energy. Yes. That yes. is my name. That is my brand name. That is your brand name because you are a pie superstar. Yes. I run a sweet pie company called 3.14. For all you math nerds out there, is the mathematical sign of pie. Um, I was going to say there was there was a meaning there that we ne- needed explaining. Yes. A lot of people ask if it's my front door number. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, they want to know where do you live. Yeah. They don't really understand the relevance of it, so I have to explain that it's a. Math but it's pie. also embedded in the logo, right? Yes, kind of. I've had some criticisms of the logo. I could, I could make Ooh. a better logo. It's just, it's a, it's a conversation starter. If you know, you know. If you don't, let's have a conversation. About that is it. a very good point. It's a good way to get the customers in. Exactly. Do you know where the brand name came in? But we've roped you in because not only do you know lots about the Bake Off, but you are vegan. I am a vegan. Yes. You are a vegan, and yes. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know you're a vegan, but you have a vegan company. Or well, you know, you sell other things that aren't vegan too. Yeah, I do more vegan than I do not vegan. But I started as a non-vegan. So I kind of, I do a bit of both, even though I'm more excited about the vegan stuff at the moment, because it's obviously stuff that I can eat and taste myself. I did. Yeah. You brought something in actually last week, which I tried. um, And we'll talk about eating that later because that was, that was delicious. But you guys can get joined in. You can get joined in. You can join in. (laughs) 
with this podcast. You can tweet us. I'm at Topless Baker. You can use the hashtag Bake Off Undressed. I always love seeing people use it. I feel like I'm actually doing something here. It's really exciting to see them, see them do it. And like I said, it was vegan week this week. And we're going to just give you a little recap because Sarah and I have just actually sat down. So we're in the studio where we record the podcast. But here we have two lovely couches. One a sort kind of like velour red couch and one's a leather couch. And we sit in front of the TV and we watch Bake Off. And literally it ended 15 minutes ago and we're here sitting down recording the podcast. And the first challenge that they had was, I need to, I need to just re- recount myself, savoury and sweet tarts. So four tarts, four tarts, four tarts, tarts, <laughs> four tarts, one sweet, one sweet, one savoury that were vegan. Yep. And we had some interesting filling choices that I was kind of screaming at the TV about. Yeah, they went a bit rogue. I mean, Bryony with her Prosecco-induced onions that looked a bit like she just got them off a burger van was a bit much. And my whole problem with this week, which I'm sure we'll go on to, was it just, it made it too complicated. I think veganism is so easy to do quite easily and quickly. And everybody just went over the top already in the first there were some weird flavours that I think for someone that didn't necessarily know a lot about veganism maybe scared them off yeah. kind of a little bit. A little um, bit too adventurous, a little bit too much. Yes. And it kind of took away the... Like tofu and broccoli and nutrition, like nutritional yeast apparently is, is great and I haven't used it myself. But it is, but you don't need to use it in vegan baking. You don't need to use it in vegan food if you don't want to. It makes people a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> See, I would have been like, yeast. oh, sweet tart, I'm just going to make a chocolate ganache that has chocolate and coconut milk in it yeah. and keep it really simple. But and even savoury, you can just do sun-dried tomatoes, oh. maybe a, a courgette, something me, that's really okay, okay, right. easy. So give me what, you, you're in the tent, it's, it's week seven, Sarah, you've got to make it to the quarterfinal, what are you going to make? So I, I would have done sun-dried tomatoes, whizzed up with a little bit of broccoli, Ooh. just fresh, raw. It's actually really delicious and really, Ooh. really quick. Um, and then I probably would have done maybe a cashew cream, which is literally just cashews and water. And it's just a nice consistency and it gives you a little bit of something different. That's it. Basic vegetables, a bit of flavor. And then, yeah, sweet. I would have done chocolate ganache because it's easy. Maybe a couple of raspberries, chuck them in. You don't <laughs> need to make in. it complicated. Bloody great. Oh, see, even the cashew one sounded complicated to me. I was like, pesto, tomato, done. Yeah, like, but done. even then, yeah. And one thing that they seem to have trouble with was their pastry. They actually, they were getting quite a lot of compliments about the pastry. Literally, I think Paul had no idea what he was doing. He was just going, hmm, flaky pastry. Well, but- I thought the pastry was going to be a lot worse than it actually was because a lot of them looked to be putting too much liquid in there. You, you, someone you like, poured, too much liquid. Someone poured what was literally a whole Pyrex jug of water in their pastry. I was like, what are you doing? And then it was like, oh, really crispy, which editing, fine. <laughs> oh. But um, it did look like they were all going to be disasters and they were they were all fine. But Paul was not interested in the pastry. He felt like people were touching on his skill set there i think yeah i one of the problems i had was john so when i'm rolling pastry a normal non-vegan pastry i will trim it before i bake it so i'll kind of roll the rolling pin over the tin which will trim it really nicely i'll use a knife so that i get a really flat edge john bakes his and then uses his fist to smash the excess pastry off the outside it's like john i mean he's not graceful in the slightest no. so that's not a surprising technique from john but is it? i was i've never seen someone smash their pastry with, with his fist to like like use a knife man. at least don't smash it yeah you could have just put his fist through the pastry yeah so that would be my one tip for anyone just making pastries trim it maybe before you bake it because if the recipe 
And this is another thing. If the recipe is good enough, you don't need to blind bake a tart with beans. Like it, if the recipe is good enough, it won't shrink in the oven. And that is the main concern of somebody blind baking is that they're going to yeah. a little bit of shrinkage. But maybe vegan dough, I don't know enough about it. And then the second segment, which again, I didn't really know that much about, but they had to, it was a technical and they had to make a pavlova, like a summer fruit pavlova, but with aquafaba. Yes. Which in case anybody listening does not know what aquafaba is, it is chickpea... Juice. 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 I was going to say chickpea water, but that doesn't, that's not really right, is it? Yeah, no, because the chickpeas have soaked in there for a little while. But Oh, and it whisks up with a bit of sugar into what looks like a stunning meringue. Yeah, again, I was very surprised about how good they turned out they looked i mean we did say it out loud when it was playing that the one that they were tasting when they were talking about it looked fake because it was so white it looked didn't even look like a proper normal meringue i mean yeah i dare say they cheated that one possibly but we won't we won't won't say that we'll we'll give them the credit where the credit is due yeah but i thought this week actually for all the technicals that we've had they all did like the best job ever there was no there was no one that looked completely out of place no but kim joy messing up her bottom the bottom of her pavlova fell out was quite surprising but everyone else did very well even but just if they, undercooking it really yeah it's tough though because a meringue because i did it a lot today on youtube i've got i was talking about meringue so much today but one of the tips that i have about meringue is meringue when you're cooking you're not really cooking it you're drying it out so when you're adding that sugar in you put it in the oven you're drawing moisture out of it so when you take it out of the oven too early there's still moisture moisture to be taken out Mm -hmm. so the kind of the temperature of the room will continue to draw moisture out so that's when it gets a bit wet and sloppy and undercooked yeah exactly it's all about drying out they need like two three hours especially if it was hot Mm -hmm. but that was really good and then kim joy lost kim joy lost that but she did get a hat we missed she got a handshake in the tarts and she lost a technical yeah which was surprising yes which was surprising can't be good at everything. But I was happy that they all did a good job. And then segment three, which was the final, the showstopper was a vegan cake showstopper, mm-hmm. which I'll be honest, the show was kind of like ticking along. And then, oh my <laughs> goodness, the last 15 minutes. Tense. Oh, Intense. It was, it perked. I was perky <laughs> after that. I'd been a bit lethargic watching it like, oh, vegan week. You and were then, practically buoyant. Yes. I was bouncing <laughs> up and down because there was, well, it's involved cakes, which gets me excited anyways, but there were collapses. I mean, let's talk about Ruby's collapse quickly. Well, oh, okay. the drama of it was intense she i mean let's let's talk about it she the cakes came out and they looked decent in terms of just what they looked like they looked quite moist they looked (laughs) nice enough but if you were making a showstopper i.e putting them together and making a tiered cake needed to trim them needed to make them look good and have different sizes which she definitely didn't do and if anything she put the bigger one on top of the smaller one it just so yeah you've hit the point the nail on the head there so she took the cakes out which were domed didn't level them. No. Tried to stack them so they were automatically Couldn't uneven. crumb coat them either because they were Mm-mm. just not level we enough. You know how I feel about crumb coating people. you got to do a crumb coat. Exactly. And then she did a two tier, which is totally fine, but they were both tiers were the same size. Yeah. And so it just didn't make sense because that's not a tiered or layered cake. That's just a one That's big just two cake. separate cakes. <laughs> and then the cameras for the what was the first time ever kind of showed them walking out of the tent after they'd baked yeah which apparently is they have to do every week we learned from chetna who tweeted yeah and she said that they have to clean the tent so they leave their bakes to sit there for like 10 15 minutes and her cake collapses 
on dramatically. The floor. It was. I mean, it looks set up, but apparently not. So I'm, I'm happy. Um, you know, I'm going to say that they didn't edit that in. And Noel's kind of standing there, and he just goes, "Oh, I think your cake just collapsed." And I, I just, my heart broke for her. Yeah. Everyone just she did didn't look, really know how to, but she didn't cry. No, she cried now, tonight. Oh. She tweeted about it just oh, now. Oh, okay. Oh, she just <laughs> tweeted actually it. She cried watching it, Okay, because yeah. I saw her, I was like, wow, she really, she really pulled that together. I think she knew that she'd messed it up, to be honest. I don't think you want it to fall, but I think she knew that it wasn't up to her calibre. It was a poor cake week from, I would say, everyone apart from Bryony and Kim Joy. Yeah. And Rahul, bad one. His collapse, we didn't actually see it happen on camera. No. Which... It's a shame. I would have, I <laughs> I would would have, have loved that. I would have quite liked to see that. Just anyways, we'll, we'll cover that point later. But his collapse and it was messy and sloppy. And he, he added a drizzle, which, okay, a drizzle or, or what you would call a sugar syrup on a cake is a great idea because it is a canvas of flavour. You can add moisture to a cake that might be slightly overbaked. Yeah, especially when you're doing a vegan cake, which you sometimes think the moisture is not there because you haven't mm-hmm. got eggs, you haven't got traditional butter. Yeah. Add something to it. But his cake was very moist anyway. He literally poured a pint of syrup into his... It was dripping. Yeah. You could have squeegeed it. It It was not good. So he went a bit too far on the sugar syrup. And then Kim Joy, who I was surprised she won though. She got Star Baker this week. It's just consistent. It looked really good. It tasted nice and it was, you know, a moderately good looking cake. She could have served that at a birthday party and people would have been impressed. People, it, I mean, the and foxes fall looked over. amazing. But what I was shocked at was Paul goes, I think Kim Joy and Rahul are in the running for Star Baker. Rahul, cake literally collapsed and yet he was still in the running. That is BS. I'm calling it out, Paul. It's BS. It is. I mean, we can go into it later. I've not been a fan of Rahul. No, in the maybe we should make that a new segment. So this is uh, this is Sarah's not a fan of Rahul. No, segment. but I did say he takes criticism better than he takes a compliment. Like he was he, more engaged and more interested in Paul pulling him down for his awful cake than every other compliment he's received on the programme. Like that was the only so time well. I liked him. He was really engaged and really interested in what Paul was saying. I t- he was learning. He was uh, eager to learn. I totally agree. I loved his reaction to the criticism. He was like, okay, great, yeah. Yeah, really, I understand. I, I know what I did wrong. I'll do it better next time. I'm really sorry, sir. Yep. And really then every time he gets that. complimented, he looks like he's going to cry. Anyway. The anger in Sarah's face <laughs> right now is, Haven't is got a time picture. For him. I, I need to snap this right now. <laughs> So the first moment on our show, the first moment on our show is the icing on the cake and your soggy bottom moment. So this is where each week, you're an avid listener, so I don't need to explain it to you, but for the people that have not heard this segment before, we talk about your favourite moment of the show, your icing on the cake, you see what we did there, and your soggy bottom moment, so your least favourite moment of this week's episode. So... Icing on the cake. Have you got your favourite moment that you really enjoyed? So mine are actually joined. Ooh. I did have a couple of different options and then I stuck. I chose this okay. one. So mine are the same moment. My soggy bottom moment was Ruby's cake because I felt like she had really good intentions. I did think it looked good when it came out, considering vegan cake can be a bit fickle. Um, so I thought <laughs> it looked quite good. And then I was really sad the way that she put it together. And it was almost like she realised it after she started putting it together and realised she'd yeah. messed up. So it was a bit kind of sad for her there. And then the icing on the cake was how all of the girls got together and tried to help her in those last minutes. Oh. Seeing the four of them just trying to help her get stuff together. It's just, it's lovely. And it's kind of what is really nice about the ethos of the programme. They're all friends, they're all helping each other. And I thought that was really lovely that even though she had completely messed up, everybody else was trying to help her because they didn't want her to go. 
And I just, I thought that was lovely. That's the, my weird conjoined, horrible moment no, that was, turned into a nice thing for it Ruby. It was a lovely, it's, it's really not a ruthless show. No. I feel like I would be ruthless. I'd be like, hey, 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 I'm staying through. Opening freezers and yeah, leaving things to exactly. defrost. See, for me, my my cake collapsing, Ruby, that was my soggy bottom. Like, yeah. That was a terrible moment. But my th- icing on the cake, my favourite moment was, what I sensed from this week was Paul just was really out of his depth. And he was blagging it the whole way being like yeah that's flaky but he said at one point he's sipping his tea and he goes i will never release a vegan cookbook yeah it's just like oh he just he's just admitting that he doesn't know what is going on here and he doesn't care for vegan food yeah which i thought was a little bit rude it's just it kind of shows his ignorance because fine you're not if you're not a vegan or if you're not going to be a vegan baker but it's a moving growing trend and you need to know what people care about and how it's going to make a difference Stuck to the industry in his ways he really is i mean he just cares about bread doesn't he i mean bread's boring but say who's not stuck in their ways with their vegan pie company <laughs> 3.14 oh me yeah oh, you. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah so why don't you tell us a little bit more about that because you are one of the first sweet pie brands to launch in london and very much not riding the vegan way but like you are pioneering it Kind of, yeah. I mean, so I, like you, I'm self-taught. I've never done a course in my life. Love it. I've always baked. I loved cupcakes when they like first came out. So I did a lot of cupcakes, made cupcakes for people's birthdays and stuff. Um, But I spent a lot of time in America when I was just graduated. I did Camp America. Oh my God, me too. Did you? Fun story, I got fired. Did you? Yes. Why? (gasps) Where was your camp? It was in Pennsylvania. Oh, was it a rich kid camp? Uh, I would say it was fairly well off. Oh, yeah. I, I work with um, inner city New York kids in upstate New York in Fishkill and it was a defining moment of my lifetime. Okay, and, anyway. and Fishkill taught you about veganism and baking no, pies? No, but <laughs> I I ate a lot of pie okay. Oh, okay. in America because oh. if you, anywhere you go in America, the, the main dessert is going to be pie and sweet pie, like dessert pie, so mm-hmm. not, you know, meat, yeah. meat and two veg pie, vegan. none of that. <laughs> um, so like Mississippi mud pie, apple pie, cherry pie, banana cream pie, really opened my eyes to Salivating. this wonderful dessert that we really don't make much of, even though actually apple pie is... Britain's favourite dessert, apparently, according to a recent poll. I'm not... I'm not <laughs> Source just, not quoted. Yeah, not sourcing there. Um, so I just had the brainwave, you know, five or six years ago that I wanted to be a baker or do more with baking, not necessarily run a baking company fully, but do more with that creativity and then decided on pie because I love pie and I don't think a lot of people are doing it and it doesn't always have to be about pastry because I'm not actually ironically a very big pastry fan. Oh, It's a bit boring. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of gave up my full-time job a couple of years ago to start pie and also do some freelancing on the side and that's what I've been doing ever since and then I went vegan this year having been a vegetarian for five years and I'm doing more and more vegan baking because it's really interesting it's challenging but also delicious there's a lot of people that try my pies and i specifically try not to tell people when they're vegan if it's a new one that I'm getting people to test got you and they'll be like oh I'm really surprised it doesn't doesn't taste vegan and I I kind of love it and hate it because things don't have to taste vegan it doesn't have to taste dry it doesn't have to taste like nutritional yeast it's just (laughs) delicious food sweet food um and it's a really nice way to try new flavors and try different experiments who's the most uh, famous person you've ever made a pie for Okay, so I sold a slice of my bestseller, which is salted chocolate and peanut butter, to Mike Skinner from the streets in Highgate. 
He was a big fan. I wish I knew who that was, but literally you no, know what, no the street? clue. Oh my no god! No idea. You've gone down in my estimation. The streets? Is that a TV show or no, a band? No, it's a band. No idea. Okay, okay. Moving that's on quickly. Everybody anyone, move anyone on else from like that. Like um, and then from Dolly. JLS or something. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> Dolly Alderton, okay. who does With you. the high low and yep. is a columnist, she had a slice of my banoffee pie again from Highgate Market, and she tweeted that it was the best pie she'd ever eaten. No, she Dolly probably is. doesn't remember who I am, but I saved that in my memory box and oh, showed Dolly. my dad because he reads the Times. Um, so they're probably the most famous, I guess. <laughs> Now, what we talk about also on the show is that takes the cake and you're pretty good on social media. Like having yep. watched, uh, just watching you and your talent on Twitter <laughs> is, is, a, is a great thing to see. And every week in this segment, we talk about the, the biggest moments and what people are talking about on Twitter. And usually I'll call some out, but I feel like I might just hand the segment straight over to you because well, you knew what was going on. It was, it was quite a divisive week. Yes, I think that a bit of negativity. There was quite a lot of people that said that they weren't going to tune in because it was vegan and they didn't believe in it. They weren't going to tune. Yeah, in. just didn't care about it. Lots of people, including the producer of the podcast, said that it wasn't making them hungry because they weren't attracted to the food. She was tuning out, and there was quite quite a few other people saying that. Um, but it was a really divisive week on social. Lots of people thought it was a weird thing for a baking show to have because obviously a lot of baking is based on eggs and butter. Yes. The traditional, you milk. know, Ma- Mary Berry. Exactly. And well, probably what, doesn't know that much about vegan. But I think Mary Berry has thought of this week. Pff, goodness, we wish she was here to, on the podcast to tell us. We're trying. Believe mm. me, we're trying. And uh, what I thought was odd was that the vegan week was so late on. Like, because yeah. it was almost like a quite a new challenge to every single competitor. It would have been nice to see a lot of the earlier yes, contestants exactly have a go. what I'm thinking. I would have it, loved that early doors. It would have been a more interesting and diverse thing. And again, like I said earlier, I think it was more complicated than it needed to be. They should have had it earlier and then made the challenges a bit easier. Because the problem that we vegans have is that everyone thinks that we're preachy idiots that just <laughs> moan about, you know, animals. And, and obviously that is An a predominant it, yeah. reason why people go vegan. But you want it to be really easy for people to get into, for people to not realise that what they're eating is vegan because it tastes so good and it isn't that difficult to do. And I feel like they kind of missed the mark this week of it. I mean, vegan meringue, fine. The aquafaba is quite popular. But even the first challenge, it just didn't need to be that complicated. And how do you deal with Because there's a lot of vegan stereotypes. How do you deal with that? You know, there's kind of the running joke of 
you'll always know there's a vegan at a party because I'll tell you straight away. Like, how do you deal with those stereotypes of being a vegan? Like, do you want people to know you're a vegan or it's just like, hey, look, I'm a vegan. Don't talk about it. I mean, not really. I mean, I'm obviously late to the game because I've only become a <laughs> only vegan. I only joined the hype train last I only, year. I only joined the trendy train. No, I only became a vegan this year. But my whole thing is that I'm doing what I can do in the way that I think is best for the environment or for, you know, the animals and things like that. And the whole reason I became vegetarian in the first place was because I couldn't watch all of the documentaries that people talk about. So when there's a couple of documentaries where they show how they, they kill the boy chicks because they're not fertile and things like that. I can't watch things like that. I'm very squeamish. And I just decided if I can't watch it, I won't support it either. So I just won't eat it. So that was kind of my youth what was the word euphoric oh, moment I but I don't tell people that I'm vegan unless they're cooking me dinner and then even then if someone comes in and was like oh I've made you this I'm not going to be a for want of a better word dick and be like I'm, so, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm a vegan I just like oh actually I'm a vegan but if you if you made me a cake I'd definitely try some I'm not going to you know push it in your face and say I'd never eat it I think that the problem with vegans in the past is that they do have a bit of a bad reputation it comes from a good place but i think that everybody just needs to understand that everybody's got their own wants and desires and you can't always change people's opinion there were quite a few people on twitter today even showing like oh why would you love you know a fox on a cake but then you'd let people kill pigs for food and it is it's very difficult i find it very uncomfortable seeing you know horrible pictures of slaughtering and i don't i don't think that's going to help anyone understand veganism or want to be a vegan if you're just shoving it in their faces you've got to let people make their own decisions there we go that's how we that's how we do become it. a vegan obviously guys vegan, come on <laughs> but i also can't live without butter i'm sorry <laughs> So now we talk about our favourite segment of the show, which is spoon, fork, knife, where I have a guess possibly on one of your answers here, <laughs> just given your your history with Rahul. But we nominate a contestant that we would like to spoon, which is we're going to give them a little cuddle and then we're going to fork someone, which we're going to cuddle them a little bit further. So someone maybe we fancy a little bit more than a spoon and then knife someone that you think probably deserved to go from the show. Maybe they did go or it could even, we've had some rogue guests who have yeah. talked about knifing past contestants yeah. who've already gone. So I like that. So you can, you can get creative with this, but if you have a, a spoon. So I'm going to go a bit rogue. Oh, I yes, would I rogue. spoon Anthony. Yes. I, I really I, miss Anthony. I thought he was a really good character. I thought he was quite down to earth, quite friendly, had some interesting choices in terms of flavors and stuff and I think it was sad that he went so early not that bothered about a couple of the other guys like Luke was interesting but you know didn't stand out to me as much as Anthony did so I would definitely spoon him if he was still around, if he was still around. and then would you fork anyone uh, I'd fork Kim Joy Kim yep. Joy is gonna win I, I want to put a bet win? on her okay, to right. win because I'm sure she's gonna win we will mark that down no one's bet on Kim Joy winning yeah she's definitely gonna win I've called it from like week two I think all right all right big shout and then would you anyone you deserve to knife from the show that Rahul, he's just... Okay, let's talk about this now because it's brewing. It's been, it's been sitting there on your tongue for a while, but Sarah, for anyone listening, doesn't really have a love for Rahul. And no. is, maybe give us like one or two reasons why you're not loving Rahul the series. I just think that he is a little bit disingenuous. I find it just really, really uncomfortable. Really biting your tongue right now. Yeah, I'm trying not to swear. Um, <laughs> I just think that he is clearly good he's a credible baker he's had some really good feedback he's had a couple of handshakes his bloody more than that yeah Whoa. let's not go into the handshakes uh scott's not listening right now so he can't enjoy no. um 
I just think that it's it's a bit too much. Like everybody is insecure in their own way. Everybody worries about what they're doing in life. And he just takes it to the nth degree and makes a mockery of not receiving a compliment. And also he is very good. He's been better at the technical bakes than a lot of people. His weird level of insecurity is just coming across really false. And I called it weeks ago and now everybody on Twitter seems to be agreeing with me. So I'm now some kind of mystic Meg. Yeah, you knew it was going to come. Exactly. I just, go. I haven't got time for it. I'd rather you just be real. And also I think that Ruby at the start was a little bit on the arrogant spectrum and she's really toned down she and she's so much more human now. And I love watching what she tweets about alongside the show because she just sounds so much more down to earth than she came across in the first couple of weeks and maybe that was down to editing too but Rahul just don't get on with him yeah I was I would have knifed him as well this week and I think I would have spooned Ruby because I felt so bad yeah. for her cake collapsing and then I'm going to fork Manon because her three-tiered cakes I think was she possibly the only one that did a three-tiered cake loved her for that okay it tasted like crap apparently but Paul was had... acerbic in his response to her cake he was mean he, he was, was really horrible this week. i just don't see yeah he's he's inconsistent with his dishing out of compliments he just yeah. he checked out this week he probably just doesn't want anyone to think that he fancies manon because he's you know a bit of a cad isn't he he wasn't in the game he wasn't in the game at all and you started baking you said yourself taught similar to me how like do you also have a job do you like you know what do you do <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a I have a, yeah. I have a couple of jobs. You have a couple of jobs, yeah, as well as a star vegan pie baker. Yeah, I I freelance for companies, so I help them with their social media strategy and marketing. So Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, what they should be doing, what they should be talking about, I which used is ironic. To do stuff like that. Yeah, you do. Like you're like the female vegan version of me. The female, but not topless. No, thank no, God. Not no. topless. <laughs> thank God. Um, I wouldn't say that. And. Uh, I, it's ironic because I hate talking about myself on social so my social media could definitely be better Ooh. compared to you obviously as well but I don't like doing it I find it quite awkward yeah. which is ironic I'm very I can tell you what to do okay. if I was going to critique your social media I could do that easily please no you're doing very well oh okay alright good but my own I find it really cringy so I it, once I do more or become more of a baker I'll pay someone to do my social media because I hate doing it for myself yeah it's I'll tell you the most uncomfortable thing is doing it. what I find comfortable is doing instagram stories and then seeing somebody that i know and they're like oh yeah i just like saw you doing that story and i was like oh god you watched that yeah like i'm really i'm embarrassed but it's like what you have to do every day of the job yeah and do you think you're gonna one day go full-time pie i'd love to i'd love to i mean i i've had quite a journey in terms of i i started pie and i thought it was going to be one thing and then it I couldn't make it one thing because street food and running a market or running a store is really difficult. It's it's really lonely to do it on your own. It's really, really lonely compared to like working in an office with yes, you know, friends and having a tea break and things like that. And oh, it's really competitive. I mean, obviously I am one of the only sweet pie people out there, but there's a lot of desserts in general. So and it's not like the Bake Off tent where people are helping you if your pies no, are I slipping. Mean, 
No, but, but traders, all the traders I've met and I've made some really nice friends, they're all brilliant and they're all lovely, but everybody wants to look after their business at the end of the day. Fair so, And um, people that run markets often aren't always in it for the good reasons. So you go to a lot of markets in London and they're just doing it for the money. They don't necessarily care about you or they want you to trade every single Saturday and you've got a life or you've got a christening to go to. So it's quite it's quite difficult. I mean, the ideal... Plus the specific... Well, you I, just had christening I had a christening to go to. to. <laughs> I've got some friends with babies. Um, I mean, the ideal scenario would be that I'd have a shop, but I think that I definitely need to be better, do more, learn more. And that's the kind of dream. But at the moment, I'm just enjoying doing pie for pleasure and occasionally selling some pies on the side. So see pie for pleasure. This is bad. It reminds me of American pie with his special pie moment. Yeah. Oh, well, I just there thought we go. that was like the first thing that came into my head. That Terrible is something that a lot of, of people bring up to me as well. Actually. Really? Lots of pies in popular culture. Yeah. Oh, people have always well, I hope got one none of your mention. customers have ever done that to your stunning vegan pies. I, I really hope not. Oh my <laughs> God, I've never thought about it. But Moving on swiftly. Yeah, please so, do. Kim Joy, star baker this week. Yeah. How did you feel about it? Deserved it. Really deserved, deserved it. it. Again, like you, I was I was annoyed that they put Rahul in the same running as her mm-hmm. because I think that she was much better than him this week and she has been consistently getting better every week. I do think she's going to win. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more with her getting it this Honestly, week. Honestly, I think this week they could have not given out a star baker. That's how, yeah, I just think it was because Kim Joy got last on the technical and okay, like her cake was good, but... She didn't blow everyone out of the water. I think it was kind of like a week like, hey guys, you know what? No one deserves star baking No, she was the best of a bad bunch, Yeah, it was like, hey, okay, uh, well, we're just going to have to give this out anyways. So I would say no one gets star baker. So usually I would give the star baker to somebody else, but no, no one gets it this week for no. me. Bryony's cake at the end did look oh, very good, actually. Oh my God, we haven't talked about that. Her cake was on point. And the flavour sounded delicious. And yes. she chucked some raspberries in. Which so actually, Bryony, you're my star baker. How, how did she how not even How could you forget Bryony? How did I forget that? She was the only one that crumb-coated her cake properly, yeah. stacked it properly. Right levels, right yes, consistency. Yeah, it, it was, look good. She level, uh, yeah, everything was perfect about Bryony's cake. So what on earth happened? Anyways. It's because of her soggy onions in the first challenge the soggy prosecco, prosecco onions yeah, I just don't waste don't, prosecco on onions i just Come don't on. understand that that no. i didn't see i didn't i didn't remember there were prosecco and the onions <laughs> and now now that you said it i'm just like that is a very yeah odd combination it, yeah soggy so i'm interested to hear guys if you tweet us hashtag bake off undressed i say this every week hashtag bake off. it's a really difficult hashtag to say <laughs> you never hashtag bake up, off undressed. if you have ideas on who you think should be star baker or who maybe you like me and you think no one deserves to be star baker tweet me because I'd love to hear it. I'm going to ask you about who you think's going to win next week and also who's going to win the whole thing because you already said Kim Joy. But next week is Danish week. Which is an interesting choice, isn't it? I would struggle massively with Danishes. The oh only my goodness. Two things they showed us were literally Danishes, like the sweet yeah. pastry guys, and then bread, obviously rye bread, because that's a Dane, well, certain version of danish what else can they make i don't know i feel like it's just going to be like loads of almost danishes in one giant shape i feel like it's a week john would have been really good at and now he's gone yeah they did pay true. homage to him from with the, the shirts. looks of it with the shirts. yeah oh. that's again it's really nice to see their friendship blossom and how much they loved each other and even Bryony last week was watching the bake-off with terry and karen oh God, they tweeted didn't they yeah and that was really lovely that was cute i almost like really want to be friends with them yeah it was sad We'll probably move on to that. It was sad for John to go this week, but he definitely... <laughs> are you jumping ahead in this? Are you looking at my document? Maybe, maybe no, a little no, bit. No, I'm not. It's fine. You, you uh, keep going. But he definitely isn't 
I don't think he's good enough to stay in. No, but it's he sad that he went when he did because it, it wasn't his strength. He's a bit like Paul Hollywood. He's not a. He's he was, not a. He vegan. was a meat and two veg. He really, really was Welsh. Well, it was a I'm meat and no veg. Sorry, because he said at the Welsh. start he ne- he had to Google what a vegetable was before he oh even started. My God. That's a bit much. It is a bit excessive, but I also actually think he probably did that. Like, yeah. what's a carrot? I think the Manon will be quite strong next week. I think because she's French and quite keen on patisserie, I think they should be quite good at things like Danish that are, you know, certain techniques and things like that. So I think Manon will be really good next okay, week. Okay, so you say Manon's going to win next week. Who do you think is going to go home? They did say Rahul in the preview was saying, I'm going home this week. I mean, I'd quite like it to be Rahul, but I think that the judges Ooh. love him. I think they've got a... They've got a little bit of a yeah, bias, bias towards, towards him. him. I think Ruby, if she doesn't, you know, pick up after this week, I think she could be on the chopping block. And then if Manon doesn't do as well as I think she will, she'll definitely be on the chopping block too. But then Bryony was nearly gone a couple of weeks ago, wasn't she? It's just who knows? Every yeah. name. See, I don't I... think Kim Joy's going to go. That's my only steadfast no. okay. prediction. I think Bryony's going to win it next week. This is my prediction. I think Rahul's going to go home it's going to be an all-female semi-final and final i think it's going to be all female i'd love that yeah i would be totally up for that i think that's how it's going to happen yeah that'd be good has there ever been an all-female final there's only been a couple of female winners given that i have a great british bake-off podcast i feel like i should well, know no, but, but i mean we specialize in season nine all right yeah. this is season nine guys who cares about season three 70 contestants sorry exactly i'm just not really paying that no i'd love an all much. an all-female final i think that'd be fantastic I'm with you there. Yeah. So what I would like to know is where can I find out about your pies? So you can follow me on Instagram, 3.14pie. Dot you've with, got a, with a, you've got to type that physical dot. Yeah. You've got, no, it's a full stop. Okay. But everything stop, else okay. is written out as a word. So three, the word, full stop, one, four pie. And I'm 3.14pie on Twitter. But I also, Matt, have a podcast, obviously. Oh God, oh my God, we were totally going to mention that. Everyone's got a podcast these days, um, which is not about baking or social media. It's about death or veganism. About death? Dark. It's about weird ways people have died (gasps) in history. True stories. True stories. (gasps) Weird ways people have died or nearly died. And it's called What A Way To Go. It's quite sweary. I do it with two of my girlfriends. Every week? Every week, but we're on a break at the moment because one of the girls is at at work, (laughs) (laughs) at work in Kenya. Um, And it's just really fun and really enjoyable. And you find out some really cool stories from history. What's, uh, as a fellow podcaster, what's the weirdest review you've had? We haven't had horrible reviews, actually. We've had some really nice ones. Some oh, people. I'm so glad that Jimmy died this way. Thanks for sharing it with me, Sarah. <laughs> some people don't like female podcasters, so I think that some people are put off because it's three females. Oh, because you might just enjoy male voices. I don't know, um, and we are quite sweary. So okay, it's warning. explicit. Right? This is explicit. Right? Then you I know, already I said the D sworn. word. No, you said the D word once. Dick's not swearing. <laughs> oh, I would, um, I would disagree. But hey. It's so yeah, if that. you don't like swearing, it's not one for you. All right, so check out your social handles. Check out a sweary death podcast, which <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited to do on the on the ride home. And this week, I love shouting out reviews. We got a really good one this week. So Lucy Kate zero zero zero, she said she discovered the podcast yesterday and binged all six episodes in one go. Lucy, boss status right there. Yeah. I mean. If you can props to anyone for listening to she Netflixed you, she, she binged ne- she you Netflix- in one go. She podcasts and chilled me right there. <laughs> she went ham. That's like a good three and a bit hours of just pure yeah. my voice. 
happening up in her ears. So, Lucy, thanks so much. You go, go. And if you guys haven't binged six episodes in one go, what you've been doing? <laughs> you should do that and you should also leave a review. Five stars because, you know, we want the best. And, you know, hit us up. Let us know how it's going. Hashtag Wake Up Undress. I want to hear from you people. I want to hear what's going on. But thank you, Sarah, for joining me. It was Thanks a pleasure to have a good friend on a very relaxed week. It was a pleasure <laughs> to hear your opinion and your expertise and, my on anger the bake off and your anger on the bake-off and your knowledge about veganism because bloody hell, I didn't know anything about <laughs> it. So this was great. And you guys, I will see you next week for more Bake Off Undressed. Week 8, Danish week, nearly the semi-final, which nearly means the end of Bake Off Undressed. But anyway, so hold my tears back and I will see you guys next time for more Bake Off Undressed. Bye! Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.